0: You're listening to LeBeau's Life Lessons, where we believe that you can change if you truly want to. Listen and take notes from our dynamic host, LeBeau Colbert. You're sure to learn something you didn't know. Remember to follow and share this message with someone you love. Now, on to the show. hi guys and welcome to labo's life lessons i'm so glad to be joining you i'm not in my studio today um, we were a bit overbooked today so i am just broadcasting live from home and today we're going to have a great show so we've been talking about lots of different things mindset and all of that today we're going to stay within that vein and we're going to address attitudes This is a big thing that's been strong on my heart this week because I feel that a lot of people's problem is their attitude, it's not their ethnicity, it's not their uh, financial situation, it's not their um, access to upward mobility, it is not uh, where they come from. It is their attitude and when you correct your attitude, you can correct a lot of things That help move and shift you around so that regardless of your obstacles, you're actually able to overcome them better because you have the right attitude. So I have observed, hey guys, and and start chiming in because I'm, you know, I really want to hear from y'all today. I have observed many different attitude types that sabotage people along the way. And it's like you cannot get it through their head that their mindset is the thing that's holding them back. And I'm saying this um, from experience. So let me go ahead and say this. I'm going to be talking about people's attitude problems today, but I am not saying those things at a standpoint of... um, that I have achieved the best attitude. Many of the things that I'm talking about are from attitudes I used to have, attitudes I've seen in my own family that have hurt people, right? So these are some of these are lessons learned. And some of these are just things I observe about other people. But we're gonna go ahead, I'm looking this way because I'm on Facebook as well, but uh definitely send your Your um, comments and questions on through and let's roll so today we're going to discuss 30 attitude problems and how to fix it 30 attitude problems and how to fix them all right so the first thing to understand is what is an attitude anyway Attitude is your enduring worldview. It is how you per- perceive the world, all right? Um, it is your core character. It's your default character, all right? And it is a reflection of your state of mind, right? As we grow in life, our state of mind changes, our character traits change, and our worldviews adapt, okay? Sometimes not for the better. And in different Areas we have a a attitude a good attitude here bad attitude there and it's not Congruent all the way through over every aspect of life But I'm going to tell you 30 of the bad attitudes. I have observed and some of the ways that um, you can fix that and I'm going to be asking you questions on each and every one so that you can examine yourself as always this episode is being recorded And it will be uploaded right after this show and also um, on uh, leboslifelessons.com and every other streaming platform. Share this out because, believe me, the people that aren't listening to you may listen to me and I might say something that applies to them. All right, number one of the 30 attitude problems and how to fix it. The belief that others should feel obligated to help you is number one that's a bad attitude the belief that others are obligated to help you I'm talking about families friends whoever the government whoever just the mindset that people are supposed to be doing for you okay Now, we know in some instances, like our parents are supposed to do for us at a certain point, but I'm talking about grown adults that still have a mindset of entitlement. Here's a question for you. Do you rely on people too often? Are you relying on other people too much? Okay. If you want to, I don't invite people on my live, guys. Some people try to join my live. Just post your question or comment and I'll I'll say it. Assume Here's how you fix that mindset. Assume the responsibility for your misfortunes. My philosophy is everything is my fault. That puts me in a standpoint of power. If I blame somebody else, I am now making someone else responsible or I have to rely on somebody else to fix what's wrong with my life, right? So try to resolve the issues that you have with the understanding that you are not entitled to other people's resources. Just because it's your sibling or your mother or father or whoever does not entitle you to other people's resources. And some of you may not have seen this issue before, but there's a lot of families with codependent relationships and they rely on each other and they get mad at each other. For not helping each other, especially financially, right? And it's this entitlement mindset that you're you're my sibling, or or you're my cousin, or or you're my uncle. Why you're not doing this for me? I need your help, et cetera. No, my mindset has always been since I'm, uh, I would say, from my early twenties. I'm the one that got the same mind that got me into this problem. Is the same mind that has to get me out. Okay, number two. The belief that your problems are other people's fault. The belief that your problem is other people's fault. That is a bad attitude to take. So my question is, who are you blaming for the problems in your life? The way you fix that is you have to take ownership of the role that you played in your current circumstances. And I'm telling you, there's people that they don't take any ownership. It's always a circumstance, a out something external. It's never them. But yet the same things happen to them over and over and over again, right? They don't examine or observe that they play any role in their misfortune at all. So think about what you could have done differently. If you write down some of the misfortunes you had in, in your life, Look at some of the role that you played, okay? And think about the logic and emotions that led you to those choices, okay? Resolve to make better choices or different choices in the future, okay? The next time you're confronted with that same issue, you can't do the same thing and expect a different result. So instead of deflecting and making it somebody else, the blame, or saying um, if this person wouldn't have done that and that person did this and you messed me up and it's your fault, look at the logic that led to the problem. Okay, number three, the belief that you don't need to learn anything more, the belief that you don't need to learn anything more. Now, the people who regularly watch me, they're learners. They're most of the time they are lifelong learners. Some of the people that are new to me. Um, I can tell by their comments that they don't believe they need to learn anything more. They're stubborn. And as hard as it is to believe, I have met people who think that they've learned everything they need to learn to live their life. And what what else should they be required to learn? Okay, they got their job. They have their house or they have their car. And to them, there's nothing more required okay so my question to you is are you teachable look at the areas of your life um, where you experience a lot of pain and frustration so what I have done and what I always recommend people to do is that if you find a painful cycle in your life that means you lack wisdom and understanding in that specific area so what I do is I find the experts in that area and now I become um, a researcher in that area. I find the books and the lectures and the experts who are the leading experts and I try to gain as much knowledge on that place um, as I can. And this is the way I live my life. Um, anybody that knows me knows that's the truth. I have these different phases that I go through because I have a philosophy. I don't like anything in my life undone. So if I'm working on my career and my health starts to fail because I'm focusing on that, the next phase of my life is focusing on my health. I don't like having that type of imbalance in my life. Okay. So I'm always trying to learn. Okay. Number four, the belief that God doesn't want to bless you or that God doesn't um, love you. Okay. There's, There's believers I've met. There's people who... Who believe God loves them but doesn't believe God wants to bless them and then there's people who don't believe in either that God doesn't love them and he's not interested in blessing them and that's not what God is about and that he he's not in involved in in, and the affairs of human beings he has more important things to worry about but that's actually incongruent with what the Bible says there's too many scriptures in the Bible that refute and debunk that idea God is literally all up in your business all the time, and he says over and over again how much he cares. So that mindset you have, where does it come from? Who's telling you that? Is that thought even really from you, or was it projected onto you, or because a result of your circumstance? Is it some a philosophy you've developed after going through different things in your life? Okay. So my question to you is, have you genuinely pursued God to know that he doesn't care and doesn't want to bless you? Or is that just an idea you've developed somewhere? Okay. So if you have developed this idea or you have just like learned this through osmosis um, in the community that you're in, maybe some type of religious community, you have to learn how to separate what you've been taught about God from who he really is. And the only way you can do that is by pursuing a genuine relationship with it. And and when I say a genuine relationship, I'm not talking about this, oh, I love him today and I'm mad at him tomorrow, like um, a junior high school kid breaking up and getting back together over and over again. No, I'm talking about really pursuing God consistently until you see something, okay? number five number five of the 30 bad attitudes is the belief that you don't have a life's purpose people who don't feel like they have a purpose in life tend to make a lot of stupid decisions and tend to wreck a lot of different areas in their life because there's nothing within them making them accountable There's nothing within them that's saying, I should be having a standard that's better than this, or this is beneath me, I need to do better. They don't think they have purpose. So my question is, are you truly living your assignment? I was talking to a man uh, earlier this week who's talking about my career this, and I make all this money, and blah, 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 blah. I was like, okay, are you living your assignment? Do you have a purpose? Do you have a vision? What is it? Whose pain are you here to solve? What problem are you solving in the world? Because I'm not talking about income. I'm talking about purpose. And a lot of people don't know what that is. And for me, it's insane that people get to, you know, 40 years old and they still don't have any concept of having a life purpose. Okay. And so my question is, are you really living your purpose? And if you're not, what you have to do is start discerning opportunities to give your life meaning. People ask, what is the meaning of life? The meaning is to give your life meaning. Okay. So um, if you have a relationship with God, he will lead you. Yeah. Some Somebody said I have to explain the purpose in life. Okay. Your purpose in life is a problem that God has appointed you to solve or contribute to the solving of that problem. He's the creator, so he's the one who knows what that is. Your purpose is not something you decide, it's something you discover. It's something that you align with on with God. It's something you have to pursue him to understand. So without that relationship and connection, you will never know your purpose. And so your purpose is not a career, it's not raising children is not a marriage your purpose is what is unique about you and whose pain are you here to solve whose pain bothers you what come the a lot of clues to your assignment are in what you do every day how you how you've always been since you were a child you have it already within you you just haven't realized it's a part of your purpose and all of those things come into play and they get strengthened along that journey till you get to a point where you are in the center of that assignment for God's purpose for your life and you will know it because that's where you are satisfied that is where your all of your talents and skills come into play that's where you you feel needed that's where you're appreciated and that's where you are being most effective. someone says yeah but see uh, blue I can't read the rest of what it is you have me what's your name blue age swag we're not talking about relationships right now yes that's right it starts from being able to hear from God okay okay Number six of the 30 bad attitudes, the belief that someone else is responsible for your success. The belief that somebody else is responsible for your success. A lot of people have this mindset of every walk of life they think they're going to meet somebody that's going to change their life and let me tell you something from experience i used to be a person that thinks like this i thought i had this fatism type of mindset where i thought that i was going to meet this person whether it was male or female i didn't know who it was but they were going to be like the Boaz in my life and they were going to change everything and turn things around and you know who that person was it was me i'm that person I was looking externally for that person, but that person was me all along. So the idea that there's somebody else responsible for changing your life is going to keep you waiting and ineffective. The truth is you meet a lot of those people that are supposed to help you along the way. Here, there is not one person, it's many people who are going to... Uh, pour into you to help you evolve into being that person so instead of looking for somebody else to uh, create your success or waiting for somebody to come and give you a check for no good reason I mean just just ridiculous types of thinking people have you need to describe if there was somebody that was going to be able to come into your life and change everything What's the description of that person? What are they like? What do they do? Who are they? I want you to write all of those things down. And when you write all of those things down, now you are responsible for becoming that person. Get every book, every mentor, and, and everything you need to become the person on that paper. And that is the person who's going to change your life. Okay. Become your own hero. Number seven, the belief that you already deserve what you aspire to have. I've talked a lot about this and it is just a entitlement mindset. It's basically feeling like you already are the person that deserves to have this level wherever that is, and you just think that people just don't recognize how great you are, and if they did, then you would be here. No. No, 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 no. That's the wrong attitude to have. These types of people are always complaining. They're always salty because they think that their lack of success is due to other people not recognizing how um, wonderful they are, right? So have you already decided that you deserve your dream? Let me tell you something. If you already deserved it, you would be there. All right. This is an attitude that I had to deal with within myself. It is this inflated view of yourself that you know all of these things and you can, and and, because wisdom, knowledge puffs up. Okay. It makes you think that, that you know it all. All right. And I've always been a big reader. So that's why I had to deal with that mindset. And, um, The truth is the me now, the the me then didn't know a fraction of what the me now knows. Okay. So there's no way that the me then, if I would have saw, if I could see the me then who was thinking that they deserve what I have, I would tell them, think again. You haven't done the work and you don't know enough of what you need to know. Okay. So you have to humble your ego And I'll tell you, if you don't humble yourself, somebody else will. Number eight, the belief that you don't have anything to work on. The belief that you don't have anything to work on because you're just perfect, right? Okay, that makes you self-righteous. Some of you think you're not self-righteous because you're not religious. And that doesn't have anything to do with being self-righteous. Self-righteous is just simply pride at the core. You think that you are better and or superior to other people more righteous uh, or more correct than other people okay but what I would do is I would look at the cycle of problems that I have in my life because see those cycles of problems are indicators of character flaws okay so When you look at those cycles of problems in your life, if you really examine that at the core, you will find that you have a flaw there. And you have to ask yourself what behavior and mindset and attitude is making you make those choices that lead to those problems because none of us are perfect. Number nine, the belief that mental health and healing aren't important. Have you ever met a person that doesn't believe mental health, and healing are important literally these are to me some of the most annoying people and they are to me because i used to be a counselor and i mean that annoys me so much to this day is when somebody doesn't care about their mental health they're usually the person that's walking around making everybody go through the most because they don't care about um healing addressing their issues so they become a big problem for for somebody else they become the person that other people have to heal from right so my question to people like that is have you gotten help for your childhood issues or have you decided it just doesn't matter and it doesn't affect you because you meet people who think oh i'm fine i'm fine nothing wrong with me i'm fine okay according to who okay So these types of people, they deal with, they're reactionary, okay? So they only move according to what they can gain or what they're afraid to lose. So my question to you is, when you look at your life, is there anything that you're risking because of your mental health issues? Some people are are literally risking having a roof over their head. A lot of people who are mentally ill end up on the streets because they, they have a mental illness that they don't want to address. And literally, they are only months or a year um, before they're out on their butt. And the family is not going to help because they refuse help. And you can only do so much for a grown adult, you can't force them to do anything. So look at what's on the line. If a lot of these people feel like they're super smart, let me tell you, and they do have intelligence, all right, but tell me how much sense does it make to continue with this mindset of, I don't need help, I'm not doing anything, I'm not going to no counselor, I'm not going to no psychiatrist or no psychologist, when you literally can are about to lose everything. Does that sound smart to you? No, it does not. And a lot of those people also feel like people are trying to control them. And they always feel like people are trying to control them because the people in their life are always trying to save them from themselves because they keep screwing up their own lives and everybody has to go and, and try to help them. And, and I, I even though you could tell that it irritates me, but I want to stay within a tone of love because that's really what it comes down to. If, it, if I didn't love people like this, I wouldn't be mad. Please think about ultimately what you want in life. And if you keep going ahead with the things that you do, how you do them, are you putting those things on on the line for never happening? Are you going to end up with regrets in life? Okay. Number 10, the belief that your worth is measured by money, fame, and achievements. This is a bad attitude, bad perception to have. That your worth is measured by money fame and achievements and a lot of people will not admit to having this mindset but they really do um they judge the way you could tell is that that's how they judge others like if a person doesn't have this 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 and this um that person they don't listen unless a person is a millionaire a billionaire and they have all of these achievements well i'm not gonna listen to you i don't want to be like you etc etc right Let's see, some people are commenting. Okay, some people are just talking amongst themselves. Uh, Let's see. Someone says, I'm dealing with anxiety and depression. Any words and advice? Also dealing with regret. Please stay tuned because, yes, I'm going to touch on that. She says, I am lost in regret and regret over a decision of leaving my career and now in a job I don't like. Can't seem to move forward. Feeling physically sick over this decision. Hmm. That is a tough one. And I'm glad you're listening. And um, just a reminder, guys, if you're if you are new here, this episode is being recorded. It's going to be in in LeBeau's Life Lessons. But please don't go and say, "Oh, I'll just listen later." If you can hang on, hang on and interact, because um, you might hear something that you want to comment on or ask about. Okay, people who think they're they're worth is measured by money, fame and achievements are never happy because they are in a persistent or perpetual pursuit of more. It is never enough. And I've been in that I've been in that uh cycle myself. Um that's like you have to get out of it. Um so my question to you is how do you define your value? How do you de- define your value? Let's silence societal views for a second and what do you see as valuable in a human being that's the question and to get yourself out of this mindset think about what you truly want out of life because see all of those accomplishments and achievements awards and all of those things does that really add value to you or is that just a result of giving your life value so really think about what you want. I think especially young people like in their 20s, they get confused with what they what they want with what other people say they should want. Okay? We're on number 11. The belief that, on, that only looking out for yourself will get you ahead. I can't stand running into these types of people. These types of people are the opposite of me, okay? It doesn't mean that I'm not the type of person that looks out for myself sometimes, but these people are in survival mode. And a survival mode person is cutthroat and they can't really be trusted all of the time, all right? Um They have a mindset of ultimately, they're gonna look out for themselves. That means there's no loyalty anywhere or virtue. So my question is, is your survival mode mindset actually holding you back and making you self-centered, okay? Understand that giving is key to getting what you want. Most people who are successful understand that as they help others to get what they want, they get what they want in return. And I can just go, I can have a whole other episode on how I made it to where I am and give you examples of how I gave my way into my position. Just kept giving and giving and giving and giving and giving when people thought I was a fool, but I was actually very calculated. And I know the the principle of giving and that makes it so that I'm going to be able to leverage that for my own success, it's a whole philosophy I could teach another lesson on. But see, the people who have that survival mode mindset where they're only looking out for themselves, usually they don't even make it anywhere near where they're trying to go anyway. And then even if they do achieve the outward success inside they feel like trash because they had to compromise their morals all the way to get there. So, you know, I don't I don't really prefer those types of people. Number 12, the belief that you don't need to have serious goals in life. There's people who don't believe they need to really have goals. So, my question is how serious are you about the things you want? You know, y'all can write down dreams, or uh, let's say you can have dreams and talk about it, but where's the action? Are you writing anything down? Are you making any appointments? That we need to see some movement, okay? One of the ways you can start is um, just writing the goal down. Get your thoughts out of your head. People who write their goals down are uh, increase their their um, rate of achieving their goal. Okay. Someone said you just described my son one hundred percent. He needs help, and I don't know how to help him. He's seventeen. You know, at that age, you just do everything you can. You don't ever wanna walk away from a situation with your child feeling like, feeling that you didn't do your best. The only thing you're required to do is your best, right? So use every resource. Make sure that you're not closing your mind off to the opportunities you have to help, help him and use whatever resource you you have at your disposal to help your child while you are able to because at a certain age, it's out of your hands and you just have to pray. Mm -hmm. Okay, Um, number 13. The belief that your talent is enough to succeed. The belief that your talent is enough to succeed. My question is, have you relied too heavily on your talent? And this goes for, like, there's people who have focus on a particular skill that they have, and their whole focus is that particular thing. But they don't necessarily, um, hold on, my, I'm in my daughter's room and her heater just turned on and I don't want it to distract from the... Right, guys I just this is recorded and I don't want the audio to be messed up. Okay. Um but some people they think because they're a great singer that they're going to make it all the way up to this level, that they're a great rapper, they're going to make it all the way up to this level. If they're this and that, you can't rely on talent alone, guys. This is why so few people actually make it to where they want to go because they think their hard work on that particular craft is enough. No, you have to work the whole situation. Like, I'm a marketer, right, in in terms of, you know, my career right now. I'm a marketer, I'm a business owner. Do you think I could just say, well, I'm a creative person, this is, this is uh, my work? No, I have to work connections, I have to, build up other traits. I have to build my knowledge ability of other things. Those things are what's missing. Like if you, let's say that you are a great cook and you wanna have a restaurant one day, being a, a good cook isn't enough. You gotta learn how to run a restaurant. You have to learn business. You have to learn marketing. There's so many things you need to do. And so I, what I observe is a lot of people who they rely on oh this is just good this is a good product it should sell itself no (laughs) actually to make it big you actually not only have to acquire knowledge and wisdom on all the elements that um, are complementary to that industry but you have to stay consistent at it so this is the reason why a lot of people fail all right and they think oh it's just you know the the situation was messed up or it's this person's fault this one maybe you really didn't understand how much it would take okay and i can say that about myself um let's see so you need to develop you know character traits that also increase your rate of your chances of success in that thing Okay, uh, let's see, number 14. The belief that you don't need God's help. You look at other people and um, you see a lot of people, especially people that have you know no belief in God or whatever, they succeed in different things, and so you think that you don't need God's help. So here's my thing. It was just like I was telling some other guy uh, the other day who thought it wasn't important to read books or become or to learn things in order to succeed. You could succeed without being educated. You you can succeed without reading one book because he heard Kanye doesn't read a book. So he said, if Kanye can be successful, I don't need to read, okay? I, t- I told him how much more successful would you be if you did? If you think that you're already on your way somewhere, how would more knowledge help you, I mean hurt you? In the same way, some people don't even include God on the things that they do in their life and they wonder why things go sour. And you never invited God's help. I'm talking about people who believe in God who don't really think about introducing him to that business, that marriage, that endeavor, etc. cetera. Right? So my question is, are you confining God's help to certain areas, but not all areas when you get sick. Oh, that's when you go call on God. No, I'm, I'm knocking on God's door about everything, everything. Okay. Um, so I w- that's what I would do. Okay. Invite God into whatever you're doing. Someone says, um, yes, that is true. That is true. All right let's see number 15 the belief that you have to bend the rules to achieve your goals the belief that you have to bend the rules to achieve your goals this is a sociopathic mindset alright and you need to call it what it is acknowledge it because if you think um, that you have to bend the rules to succeed you are gonna end up in trouble there's people who think the li- life is unfair Um, these rules work for these people but I shouldn't be held to it because I live outside of their world let me tell you something do you let me ask you do you feel you are being as honest as you should be in the way that you're living your life like do you have integrity that's what I'm asking okay so this is the thing I notice about people who bend the rules is that they're not as smart as they think they are because if they were smart, they would know how to get what they want perfectly legal. They will know how to get what they want in front of everybody and still be able to do it and do everything without blameless. If you can't get to where you want to go without scheming, lying, manipulating, cheating, then you're not as smart as you think you are and you need to educate yourself more. Or maybe you're a bit lazy So you're looking for a way, a fast way to do it. Maybe you're impatient. All of these things are bad, undesirable character flaws. Okay. They're they're bad character traits. Okay. So what I would do is I would make, make my mind work harder for me and invest in educating myself so I can keep my character intact. Because, what if you make it all the way where you want to go, but you had to lose all of your morals to get there? Okay. Wherever you see a lack of education, you will see an increase of crime. Now, yes, some people use or leverage their education to do criminal things, but wherever you see um, less education, you're going to see lots of crime. Why? Because People need information in order to know how to get where they want to go without cheating, without stealing, okay? And with the lack of education, you're going to feel like, I don't have any options. No, you're just limited on what you know to do. You're out of ideas, okay? Number 16, the belief that you won't have to answer for the things you do. The belief that you won't have to answer for the things you do. Are you under the assumption that doing the right thing doesn't pay off are you under the assumption that doing the right thing doesn't pay off everything you do is going to come back to you and if you keep that philosophy and you live that way you can stop the cycle of a lot of negative things that are coming into your life. Because see, a lot of the people that really don't believe that the things they do will come back to them always have negative stuff coming to them and they don't know why. It doesn't occur to them that their actions are causing the negativity to enter in. Someone says, we live in a time now where people don't care about where things come from, you're so right. But let me tell you, they all were they always were like that. I read about history a lot, and they have always been like that. It's maybe we're more aware of it because of social media. Number 17, the belief that you can trust everyone you like. That's a bad attitude. The reason why it's bad is because if you trust everybody just because you like them, they're your friend or they made a good impression on you, you make yourself vulnerable. So my question is, how well are you vetting the people you allow in your life? You have to be more protective of your world and more cautious about who you're allowing to enter into it. this might have to be a part two I tell y'all I really do not keep up with uh, how long I'm going someone says on Facebook Raven she says history repeats itself yes indeed okay number 18 Of the 30 negative attitudes and how to fix it is the belief that you have enough time to achieve your goals the belief you have enough time to achieve your goals are you making the most of your time on earth okay what I would do is I would address my ego and assess the in actual my actual expertise level in comparison to people who are where I want to be Um, because some people are deluding themselves and they think they have all the time in the world to reach whatever goal. Um, I don't think like that. That's why I tend to get what I want faster because I always think I'm on a limited amount of time. I don't have time to waste. I got to catch up. So I'm always trying to figure out how to strategically, um, get to where I'm going faster, basically. I don't have this idea that I, I could just like twiddle my thumbs, like, no. I don't even understand people who think like that. Someone says, "Um, thank you, Stefan, be careful. Someone says, uh, Renaissance man says, be careful who you allow into your life. That is so true. Number 19 is the belief that it's too late. It's a bad attitude to believe that That it's too late for you My question is have you given up on yourself? Okay, if you have you need to start looking for ways to achieve your goals faster without compromising your skill and experience Find mentors maybe adjust your goal. Maybe you can't achieve the exact same goal but there is a way that you can experience the same emotions feelings satisfaction had you achieved it when you really wanted to achieve it, but I would not give up on myself, okay, or my goals. Number 20, the belief that toxic people aren't really a threat. That's a negative attitude because again, you're allowing yourself to have an open door to chaos, an open door to drama. It's the people that never get rid of toxic people. They just let them stay in their life and kick around and and be, be, you know annoying and 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 cause unrest okay and it's because they've normalized toxicity and they've they've become desensitized to it and that's my question have you become desensitized to toxicity the only way to cure that is to really get some help some serious consistent help guys my god I cannot tell you and I'm, I'm gonna um stop on 20 and then I'll do the other 10 next time so this could be a, a part two I hate to see people who have genuine hearts have the attitude that what they're going through and the, the pain that they're dealing with is not that bad it's not that bad it's not it's not as bad as it sound you know I hate that for them Because that means they keep the door open for all types of trauma and and wickedness to go on in their life. And they're not the authors of it. They're not the one going around doing the stupid stuff. But they don't want to let go of the people who are. And now their life, look at all of the stuff that they have to endure because of somebody else. That they're emotionally attached to. And this person is not doing anything of their own, on their own, that's, you know, that's causing any of this. And it's because over the years, they've, got, they've gotten so used to dysfunction that they can be living in dysfunction and they have no idea that it's dysfunctional. Because your life is your world. It's your world. So you don't, you don't go through life in anybody else's experience but yours. So if you're not exposed to a peaceful home, a home that's loving, a home that's encouraging, inspiring, that is, you know, that is is full of good things. If you don't have that experience and you can't see that, you're gonna think your chaos is the way that everybody's living life. Do you know how many times I've, I've heard that people who've been abused not even realize that it's not normal. They thought everybody was getting essayed I can't say it because I don't want to get you know they thought everybody was getting this type of treatment then they grow up and they realize they lived in the hell house okay and that's very unfortunate if you are a person that seems to keep um, receiving drama because you're associated with somebody that is living in defiance to God this person is just rebellious they don't want to do right they don't want to act right they stay in trouble and they keep bringing you into it then um, you have to, to think about how wise is that okay and 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 wonder if that's really really the way God has has wanted you to live your life is that really what God wants you to live in someone says This is, this is due to very poor boundary self-love. Yes, that is so true. Hold on, I just lost my live on face, TikTok. But yes, that is very true. Low self-esteem is one of them, one of them. But some people, um, and I'm gonna wrap. um, Some people think they love themselves, but they don't love themselves enough to create boundaries, consistently, and to enforce them. They're not, uh, sorry, my TikTok is acting up. Sorry, guys. Oh, it's because my phone is overheating, okay. They don't love themselves enough to be consistent and enforcing how they're being treated in life. It's very unfortunate I hate to see people living like that all right share this and I just want to say thank you all the people to all the people who are listening um, consistently they say that every time I upload a video people are watching very quickly they say they're and I'm, I'm getting my uh, stats from um, my streaming platform they're saying that people listen to these episodes over and over again on repeat I had no idea um, you know I I'm doing well with this podcast. So for all of you who have been very supportive, um, I appreciate you. I will continue to be the most producing person in my category. That's another thing that I charted with. I, I create a lot of content. Crazy thing is I would have created more had I known that people were really listening. When I look at Facebook, when I look at TikTok, when I look at YouTube, I'm not seeing those metrics. So it was a surprise to me to know that so many people actually cared and were listening. So thank you guys. And I will upload this. Remember you can change if you really want to. See you next time and we will conclude uh, healthy attitudes, 30 uh, bad attitudes and how you can fix them. See ya.